Welcome to Brief Success Radio, the podcast that brings you the most up-to-date information on training, nutrition, lifestyle and business with your host, Helda Barroso. What's going on guys? Coach HB with another episode of the Breathe Success Radio. I'm hoping that you've listened to pretty much all of my episodes uh, because I think they're all great. Uh, but particularly this one, uh, again, I'm, a, I'm by myself. I have no guest. And the two previous ones where I've been alone was episode two and episode 15 which I would recommend you listen to before you listen to this one, because it's a bit of, of a follow on from those two, which is what I'm trying to do with these lonely podcasts. And today's podcast is um, a little bit of a follow on from the um, uh, episode 15, where we looked at uh, energy balance and, and, and more specifically, specifically managing energy balance. And this is basically... A bit of a, a few considerations that you really need to take into account following on from that. Um, when you're going to set up your own nutritional program, um, what should you be looking at? And one of the things that I believe you should look at is how specific is that plan? And how in particularly are you able to stick to that plan? So what do I mean by that? So, for example, we, we, in, in today's world, we have uh, the world of instant gratification. Everybody wants results today. Therefore, you know, the, 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 the fact that what you've been doing for the last year, two years, five years, 20 years, all of a sudden becomes, no, that's it, it's done, it's in the past, we no longer worry about it. However... The last 20 years, five years, one year is a big part of you and you need to take that into consideration. We can't just now approach someone like me or a coach or whoever and say, right, I don't want to lose weight um, or I want to put on muscle, give me a diet. And that's not going to work. And you know it's not going to work. And 98% of the time it doesn't work because... You are now doing something that's not specific to you. You are just following a prescription diet to get you from A to B. And this is where we have the, you know, the, the world of dieting. You know, how many people, I mean, do you know, come across, including yourself, probably listen to this, have done a huge amount of different diets. We could do low carb, keto, fasted, um, Weight Watchers, Slimming World, you name it. We, we look for something that we can do. Where instead, let's forget all that and let's find something that's specific to us. So how do we find something that's specific to us? Well, number one, <clears throat> what we need to look at, first of all, is what you've been doing. So as I mentioned in my last podcast, uh, you need to log at least a month of your current situation, with your current nutrition intake. Then once you've got that, you can look where things are. How much calories are you consuming? How much carbs? How much protein? How much fat? How much fiber? What foods are you eating? How many of those foods are you eating 
on a regular basis. Like, what are the foods that you're eating the most? What are the foods that you're eating the least? And where is any nutritional gaps that you need to improve on for your health? Um, and then you can start putting a plan together that's more specific to you. So, for example, you eat curry every week, chicken curry on one day, lentil curry on another day, fish curry on another day. Are you going to stop doing that? No, you're not. You're going to carry on doing that. But now you're going to have more control over it and you're now going to have more control over the calorie intake over the week, over the month, which is going to take you towards your goal. However, you may be missing out on vitamins and minerals. You may be missing out on the amount of protein that you're eating throughout your, your, your month and your week and the amount of fiber that you're eating. And of course, your goal, whatever your goal is, whether it's fat loss, muscle gain, maintaining weight, our number one goal should always be health. Therefore, those are things that are important. So if you're missing on protein, you need to look at how can you increase your protein intake within your diet. If you're missing out on fiber, you need to look at how can you increase your fiber within your diet, um, which we'll come to in, in, in more podcasts later on. But there's loads of resources out there and I can give you so many resources on protein, on fiber, on vitamins and minerals. On my website, there's loads of articles. You can send me uh, a DM on my social media, on, on the website. If you're lacking something, let me know and I can help you with that. I can send them to you. But one of the biggest things that we see uh, as coaches is with, 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 the, with people's diets and they lack a lot of protein they lack a lot of fiber, and they lack a lot of vitamins and minerals. Typically, the, the things that we see that they lack the most of, as we look at diets and deficiencies on, they're going to be iron, they're going to be vitamin A, vitamin B1, B9, and then vitamin D, which vitamin D is not really to do with food, but it's something that we see that people are deficient in. Those are the most common. And if we see that, we try then, look at ways of look, of improving that. Now, most of the time, to be honest with you, it's really tough to see from a diet perspective. Things like protein, fiber, uh, and, and uh, um, protein, fiber, and things like iron, vitamin A, we can look at foods that we can increase in that, you know, like leafy veg, um, and other areas of food and things that we can increase. And as, typically as we improve our diet, those things improve anyway. But the best way to really look at what deficiencies we have is to, 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 do, a, to do bloods, to go to the doctors and ask the doctors to do some bloods. So if we feel right, you know what, our, our diet is lacking a lot of good, of good food, of good nutrients, of, 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 of vegetables, of protein, of what we would call high nutrient dense foods. They're lacking that now, and they may have been lacking that for years and years and years and years. And, you know, over the years, you might have felt tired, fatigued, uh, your, sleep, your sleep is poor, um, your, your anxiety levels are high. And that could be that you're lacking nutrients and vitamins. And you can change your diet, first of all, and you can try and improve on those areas that you've seen as deficiencies in terms of vegetables, protein, fiber, fruit, all of those areas that you may be missing on. And you may see things improving. And you may see yourself feeling more more energetic, your sleep is improving, you're feeling stronger, in which case, great, carry on going in that direction. You've improved, you're going in the right direction. However, however, if things still persist, what I would suggest is going to the doctor and getting some bloods. And sometimes, I'll be honest with you, 
doctors are not happy. They don't want to do your bloods unless there's something wrong with you. And if you're just saying you're tired and you're feeling fatigued, they're not up for it. I don't know why that is, to be honest with you. But the fact is, you are entitled to get those bloods done. Therefore, I would suggest you stay within the course and you ask them that you have tried everything. You have changed your approach towards your health. You're exercising more. You sleep. You're trying to improve your sleep. You are hydrating more. You're eating better foods, uh, and you're still not feeling one hundred percent. Therefore, you want to know if there's something going on. Am I deficient in anything? Am I deficient in vitamin D? Am I deficient in zinc, vitamin A, the B twelve, folate, folic acid, um, vitamin A, uh, iron, zinc. So many things that you, that you could be deficient in. Go to the doctors. Get them to do it. And once they do it, don't just take their word for it in terms of everything's okay. Because I've done that in the past. I've asked for my bloods. They get very funny about it. But in the end, they'll give it to you if they're good. Uh, Some GPs are really good. And they just tell you everything that you need to know. But the RDAs are not necessarily the best within the UK. And sometimes, for example, vitamin D, the RDAs are very, very low. Sometimes you may need more. So I'd suggest you ask for the bloods, even if they say it's normal. And speak to someone that you trust that can read them, such as maybe a family doctor, uh, someone within your family that's not a doctor but maybe knows a lot about blood uh, reading or a coach uh, like myself. You can ask me. I've got some people that I can pass on to that they can give me an idea of what is going on. And then we can try and fix those uh, nutritional deficiencies uh, and go from there. But that's something that you need to really focus the specificity is down to you and you only. Don't try and follow somebody else's diet. Follow your diet. Really, really, really important. Now, the other thing that I think you need to consider is that our bodies are very smart machines. And we need to consider what are we doing with our diets. So again, once again, you know, we, we see some so many things out there. So we see uh, people are talking about low carb diet, and we see people talking about intermittent fasting and keto, and whatever diet, right? And we may look at that and say, "Wow, well, you know what? Well, that person has lost loads of, loads of weight. I'm going to try that." And we need to remember that whatever diet you do, whatever approach you take, take even if it's, if it is a specific approach to you, your body is smart and your body will adapt. It's just the body's way of survival. So if you start your diet on, say, 2,000 calories, you've made the diet specific to you, you're doing the right thing, and it's working, at some point you're going to hit a plateau. And I've, I've talked about this in Energy Balance. The key, guys, is to not, when you get to that plateau, not say, oh, this diet is not working for me, therefore now I'm going to try intermittent fasting. Uh, or I'm going to try low carb. Or I'm going to try high fat. Because again, you're going away from your, specific, from your specific plan to a plan that everyone else is following that you think has been successful for them. And now you are going down the route of this not being specific to you anymore. And this is what creates yo-yo dieting. And this is what creates more nutritional imbalances. And I really want you to stay away from that and stick to your specific goal and your specific plan. Please, please, please. Bear that in mind. It's really, really important. The other thing I think is important uh, for you to consider is the variety within your diet. 
Now, most of us humans, we like things to be pretty straightforward. We like to have easy diets, easy plans for us to follow. And in some cases, it is what it is and we have to do that. And I think most of us have the staple foods that we tend to go to that make things easy for us. However, I want you to think about variety within your diet. So when it comes to your specific diet, your specific plan, think about having variety within your nutrition. It's really, really important that we vary foods so that we gain everything we need from our diet. We gain different nutrients from different foods. Uh, we're getting uh, vitamins, minerals from different foods. And that is going to keep things, number one, exciting, because you're not always eating the same things. But also you're covering more bases in terms of your health by having different types of vitamins and minerals within your diet. That's going to help you um, stay healthy, stay strong, stay more energetic, uh, sleep better, you know, and digest foods better, break down foods in a better way. And it's really, really important that we think about that. Um, you know, we we often, for example, tend to, uh, one of the biggest things is, you know, when when, when we stick to a, to a um, strict plan, let's say again, we go down the route of finding a plan that's good for us, it's strict. We say, right, okay, this works for me, I'm going to stick to this. And this could be a low-carb plan once again. It's just, uh, this keeps coming up in my brain because it's what people do. They drop carbs so, so much that it becomes so low-carb that it becomes so unsustainable that at some point they quit. And what they do is they reintroduce a huge amount of carbs. And all of a sudden, they feel lethargic. They feel bloated. They feel like rubbish. And what do they then do? They blame their bloatiness, their lack of energy, their weight gain on carbohydrates. And it's not the carbohydrates that's the problem. The problem was that they've gone from one extreme to the other, from low carbs or even zero carbs in some extent, some extensive diets, to a load amount of carbs, to binging on carbs. How the hell do you expect your body to respond? Of course, you're going to get bloated. Of course, you're going to have low energy. Of course, you're going to feel sleepy. Of course, you're going to feel like crap. It's not the carbs that's a problem. The problem is you've gone from one extreme to the other. So bear that in mind. Don't restrict yourself. For example, don't restrict a huge amount of carbs from your diet. Have a varied amount of carbs within your diet that fits in with you and your goals. And that gives you different type of carbohydrates, different type of variety of carbohydrates so that you don't get bored and so that you don't uh, feel that you need to give them up at any point in time. And don't blame those foods when you reintroduce them, if you reintroduce them in huge amounts and binging amounts, don't blame them for giving you the, the, the feelings that you're getting because it's probably not the food's fault. It's most likely the fact that you reintroduce things, reintroducing things too quickly and your body's having a response to it. Now, people say, oh, I'm gluten intolerant. Uh, I can't handle milk or I can't handle this. And if you've given something up and all of a sudden you start having it again in huge amounts, you're going to have an imp it's going to have an impact. Most likely, it's not the fact that you are dairy intolerant or gluten intolerant. And don't diagnose yourself as that because you're not the expert. If you think you have any of those, go to the doctor, get tested. Once you've been diagnosed with it, then you can fix it. In the meantime, don't say I'm gluten intolerant or wheat intolerant or this intolerant until you know for sure. Because you may be missing out on a lot of nutrients, a lot of vitamins from those foods which are very, very important 
and we no longer have them because we think we have something that we don't have. So bear that in mind. I think it's really, really important. And just find a diet and find a plan and find a goal that's individually yours and not anybody else's. Stop looking at what I do and what your cousin does and what your mum does and what your best friend's done. It's nothing to do with them. It's all to do with you. Consider everything I've just talked about. It really, really is important. We live in a world full of, you know, inherent risk factors that moves away from health and physiological and psychological well-being. We have the stress of modern life in both chronic and acute doses. We have obesity and physical inactivity, which is exacerbated by the quality and quantity of food that we eat. We have a huge amount of disease status, immune prom, immune compromised illnesses. And in today's world where we are, this current situation with COVID, we really need to fix these problems. We need to make sure that we don't have a compromised immune system. Therefore, we need to make sure that our nutrition supports that, that we have a hormone balance that supports that. We must adapt and we must stick to stuff that's individual to us and provide us the environment that creates healthy relationships with psychologically and, physio- and physically with nutrition, training and lifestyle, guys. Hopefully, again, this is something that you guys can take into consideration and listen to what I've said today and apply this to your, to your goals going forward. Once again, guys, I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. I hope you're getting as much out of this podcast as I am educating you and talking to you about it. It's a pleasure to do this. It's something that I thrive on and I love. And I hope that you take away from this everything you can to help you be uh, better at everything to do with health and well-being. Guys, thank you for listening. As per usual, if you think anybody can benefit from this, please share Uh, Tell everyone about the podcast and uh, leave me a review if you haven't already done so. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening. Catch you soon.